everybody to the No Relation NFL Podcast with Matt and Bill Williamson. We are week one of the season. We finally made it. This is a year-round show. We get it done all 52 weeks, but it's kind of nice to be in the regular season, isn't it, Matt? Absolutely, man. I am looking forward to it. we got games coming up here just in a couple of days. Um, you know, all this preseason, it's great. You know, it's great to see people in their uniforms and the rookies and the new guys and all those things. But, man, more than ever, I just thought coaches held their stars back this year. So we'll see where everybody's at in a week or two. You know, it's funny, and maybe it's because we're sick and we're lifelong football addicts, but once we get to, like, February, we're both going to say, you know, man, I really like this part of the year because we talk about what's next. And But the truth is, once you get past the draft, and it, it, it's kind of a, a kind of a role, you know? And so it's good to be talking about actual games again. Oh, there's no question. I, I can't wait. I mean, it's, you know, it's such a different mindset that you start to, you know, look at each matchup and how they're going to game plan for each other. And, you know, it's so much better. I mean, there's just no other yeah. way around it. Right. So what we're going to do today is our predictions. And, uh, Matt, we're going to start with the AFC East. You'll pick your winner, then I'll pick my winner. And I'm sure this division will go pretty quick. And then we'll just go to, go down the line. So, give me uh, your. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat, wanting to know <laughs> who's going to pick to win the AFC East. Well, of course, I'm going to take the Patriots. I mean, I think uh, I I haven't looked through all the you know the the big sites and the predictions, but I would be shocked if you see anyone not take the Patriots. I mean, and this division to me is the most. Top, I mean, the, the the greatest disparity between one and two out there. Um, I don't think Buffalo or the Jets has any chance and probably zero chance at the playoffs. I could see Miami making some noise in the playoffs. And before we get further in the AFC, I just wanted to say, you know, I made my predictions last night, firmed them all up. Boy, the AFC, you got to reach a little bit. The NFC is a lot more fun. <laughs> you sure do. And that's, yeah. and that's the deal with we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when, when got teams like the Colts and the Dolphins and the Ravens and the Chargers get hit with major injuries. And then the Jaguars with the quarterback taking a step back, it really kind of gums up that conference. And I, I think this conference is only about four teams deep, maybe five. If, if a team gets hot in the AFC South, and you know whether that be Tennessee or Houston, it's just not that exciting of a uh, conference. No, I mean when we get to picking wild cards, like I said, you really got to stretch it. Like I guess I'll take X team, you know, but I don't think they're worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the sixth wild card team for me in the AFC, I don't know. You know, if you told me right now they finished five and eleven, I'd be all right. You know, right, <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, so you got the pass. obviously for me, uh, it, it's, the, it's the New England Patriots in the AFC East as well. And I think you brought up an interesting point, is that not only is New England the Super Bowl champions, not only does New England get better than everybody else this offseason, but they're in a division with two of the worst teams in football. So it's just, it, it just helps them out. You know what I mean? If if they were if the, if, if the AFC West was as strong, if the AFC East was as strong as the AFC West, maybe it'd be interesting for the Patriots. But they're not going to be yeah. challenged. I mean, they 
have, you know, five gimme games and maybe one game with Miami will be tough, you know, but this yeah, is one of the hard. They have one of the easier schedules in the league. And do you agree with me that worst case scenario is they're five and one in the division? Worst case scenario. Absolutely. That's pretty good to go off of. Yeah, it's it, it, yeah, it's a nice uh it's a nice go. It's a nice starting <laughs> point. So let's go move over to the AFC North. And again, because it's AFC and it's not I don't know if this is in the intriguing comp, uh, division either. No, I think this is the second least competitive one. And I'm going to very firmly take the Steelers. I think the Steelers and the Patriots are the class of this conference, and then there's a a gap behind them. I think the Ravens are in for a long year where some people are going to start to question what's going on there. I have my doubts about Cincinnati, especially revolving around their offensive line. However, I think the Browns are going to be one of the surprising teams this year. And this is going out on a limb, but – they might end up in third place. Progress. It's progress, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. I. I'm a big disbeliever in the Bengals, and they're one of those teams that that changes that that makes this this conference uninteresting because they could be interesting and they have been interesting, but they've taken a step back and. The, the Ravens, yeah, you're right. They're, they're in a time of transition, and they got a bunch of injuries. A um, couple questions for you. And, and the Steelers are my pick. The Steelers are my pick, of course. A couple questions for you. One on the Browns. What, what can their ceiling be this year, their win ceiling? Seven and nine. I mean, if ever That's a hell of a That would be phenomenal, right. I mean, that's the ceiling. That's if, if all the worlds align. Kaiser has a Dak Prescott-like year, which I don't think is crazy talk behind that line. Corey Coleman stays healthy. They run the ball well. Front seven's good. Miles Garrett's defensive rookie of the year. Well coached. You know, beat the Bengals once or twice. Beat the Ravens once or twice. Play a last play schedule. Yeah, I mean, I could I could draw the picture. Yeah, they're seven and nine this year, and Kaiser, and Kaiser's going to be good if they are seven and nine. If they're seven nine this year. All we're going to talk about all off season is the Cleveland Browns, yes. because they're going to have a lot of draft picks, a lot of draft trade maneuvering ability, and they're still going to have a lot of uh, cap room. So, I mean, if they can get to seventy nine, because we've talked about the Browns a lot being a you know a, a sleeping giant, maybe that sleeping giant really awakens next year. I think it's very possible. Yeah. Yeah. And a question about the Steelers. Um, what, what, what is your take on the Joe Hayden uh, signing? I mean, I've covered the NFL for over 20 years. I've never seen a guy go from cut to, to agreed upon that quickly. It was a matter of four or five hours. Right, and, to a I team mean, that played against him twice his entire career and knows him really well. Um, I know they're excited about him. I mean, honestly, there's been four or five crazy Steeler trades and moves the last week. This is very unsteeler like they trade Cockrell, they trade Coates, they sign Wilcox, they trade for McDonald. But the Hayden moves the big one. Um the past two years his tape has been bad and he's fought a lot of injuries and to kind of make an excuse for him too, that pass rush in Cleveland has been awful. And I've said it a couple times that the safety play in Cleveland last year was the worst I've ever seen at the NFL level. So that didn't help him. Um, and I'm sure that 
kind of like the case with Vance McDonald, too, that getting out of a losing situation has to pump you up to go. I mean, they have to be doing jumping jacks to go to Pittsburgh. Um, I think they look at him as their number two corner, and they want to play a lot more man coverage. We saw that in the AFC Championship game. And if he's right, then they got to steal. If if he's done and he wasn't the fastest guy to begin with, then you know they're they're on the hook for a one year deal and they'll move on. Right. All right. Well, we're halfway down the division picks. Let's go to the AFC South, and I think it gets a little interesting here. Two team interesting. Um, who, who's your pick for the AFC South? I'm going Tennessee. Um, you know, when we get to wild card situation. This is a, a division that doesn't have a real difficult slate of games. But I also think at the end of the year, I'm going to look at the South yet again and say, I'm not sure anybody here is truly playoff worthy. I mean, Houston's offense really worries me. I, there's awful mojo in Indianapolis. You mentioned the quarterback situation in Jacksonville. And if I had felt good about that, I might have even taken the Jags to win this division. But I look at Tennessee, and I think Mariota's a star in the making. Defense is good, not great, but they gave them a lot of weapons. I just think that they're the best of a very mediocre bunch. But they also have, I think, I see, I don't look at Tennessee as a, a mediocre team. I, I look at them as a team that could be really on the rise. Yeah, but I think they could really be on the rise to a 9 or 10 win team. I mean, I don't think they can be really on the rise to being a contender yet. But, I mean, I, I, the program's going in the right direction. 100% agree. What about my, – my pick's Tennessee as well. Okay. What What about Houston? Why, why aren't you picking Houston? I think the offense is bad. They, the last couple of years, they've been about they've been basically the worst team in the league on special teams collectively, and I don't see any reason why that's going to change. And if you're going to play, although I do think they have the best defense in the league. I mean, number one, if I had to pick one defense in the league, it'd be Houston's. I just think that's a really difficult recipe to win game after game with a young quarterback that'll probably turn the ball over a lot, minimal running game, not a great offensive line. Bad special teams. I mean, how many passes does J.J. Watt have to bat down and take in the end zone himself to win? Right. Right. Yeah, it's – I wish that division were a little bit more interesting. And we – when we did our deep dive in the AFC South, maybe early June, I think we had more hope for the the, the division than we do now. And that was, you know, that was before Luck's injury lingered. And that was before Bortles sucked again, you know, and, right, right. you know, and, and Cobb Savage was the certain starter there. You know what I mean? It, it's lost some of its luster already. Right. I mean, I don't see high ceilings for any of those teams. Right. Now, let's go then to the most intriguing division, not only in the AFC, but maybe in the entire league. They have C West. Um, who who do you like there? This one's hard. I mean, I think you could make a case for all four. Although I think Denver, and I think we'll probably agree on this, is clearly number four. And a lot of it goes back to quarterback. The Raiders' defense frightens me, Bill. I mean, I, I think it it's could be great worse. if all those. Yeah, I mean, if all those young secondary guys hit right away, great. But their linebackers are terrible. You know, they had the fewest sacks in the league last year, which I think is somewhat of an aberration. So I'm going with Kansas City reluctantly. 
I just think they're kind of the safest team of the group, well-coached, fewest holes, not sexy. Yeah, I mean, I'm going with Oakland, and I'm glad we at least disagreed on one. Um, and the Raiders' defense is bad, and they deserve a lot of on day. I mean, Reggie McKenzie and whoever else is making the decision. The defense was awful last year. The defense right. was was perfumed by Derek Carr last year. And even Derek Mack. Carr got hurt. What's that? And even Khalil Mack. I mean, they had one yeah, star and a Mack bunch of questions. making more plays. Yeah. And, yeah, he needs help, but he hasn't made that many big plays. And, and I don't know I want to spend the time we talked about before, but he's a really great player. And, and he's, no doubt. And the thing yeah. about he's he's very – he's good against the run and the pass. But I did a thing the other – a couple of weeks ago for FanRag. He has – he has sacks in like – 39% of his games, whereas Watt and uh, Miller have much higher game percentage. He's, he's too streaky with the with the sacks. And I know sacks are not everything, but if you're a superstar player, a pass rusher, you're going to want to get the sacks. But he does need help. Um, the linebackers are ridiculous. They they have one linebacker, Bruce Irvin. Um, right, you know, and he's a they, pseudo-defensive end. Yeah. They um, they drafted Conley and Montefiore the first two rounds. These guys haven't even – they've been hurt, you know, so they're not going to be really ready to start right away. So, But the reason why I'm going for picking them to win the division, the offense has gotten better, and it's really, really good. It's a, I think it's a top-five offense. And Kansas City, I just – Kansas City – I'm just wondering if Kansas City's – thinking ahead to Patrick Mahomes a little too much. And that oh, might just you. get in their way. And they might if be, that makes sense. Yeah, right. I mean uh, their their off season showed us that they're a little more worried about tomorrow than today. But they're usually good on special teams. They get Justin Houston back. Chris Jones I think is a star in the making. You know, they added Logan and you know, they still have Ford. I think the front's pretty good. Throw Raglan in the mix to help the linebackers. You know, there's still star power in the secondary. So I think the defense is probably a top ten unit. And again, I just I kind of picked them just because I have my fewest question marks about them in the division. Yeah, but I'm not now a fair guy. Yeah. So do you think you still think San Diego can win the division? Yes. Uh, we didn't bring them up, and I kind of avoided it on purpose because I am going to pick them as a wild card team. Okay. All right, interesting. Well, let's get to those wild card teams then. Um, there you go. Who do you got for the two? I took the Raiders, the Chargers. Um, okay. Some of that's by default. I don't see Cincinnati or Baltimore. I don't see Miami. I think Miami's like the definition of a league average team. I mean, maybe Houston, because Bill O'Brien always does finds a way in the playoffs and are nine and seven, and you know, with bad quarterback play and great defense and. You know, they were one game behind Tennessee. That certainly could happen. And I'm reluctant because the AFC West plays a very difficult schedule. So deep down, I think probably there won't be two teams there from the wild card because it's a tough slate. You have a much tougher slate than, say, the South. But I Mm -hmm. think they're the two best teams remaining. Interesting. Uh, Yeah, and and that's a good point with the schedule because, I mean, they're all going to – 
I, I've said this, and I, I think you know all every AFC West game should be really competitive, and I, I don't see yeah. anybody. I don't. I don't see any one of those four teams having an easy go in the division. I really don't. Um, You'd be shocked if anyone was five and one or six and zero oh in the yeah. division, right? Yeah, I, I would think yeah. so. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think so. Um, my my two wild card teams, Kansas City and Houston. So basically, me and you flip flopped the Chargers and the, the Texans. Texans. Yeah, that's fine. And, you know, I just like that defense, and you're right. And the, and the coach, the coach may be a little underrated. You know? Yeah, I think so and, too. And if and if they get if they get Watson going early, you know, they feel good about him and they get him going, that that can change things. Oh, yeah. I know you're not I, a big I, I Watson guy, but so, yeah, so there's our, there's our pick. What's that? And they probably won't be as awful on special teams. And the other team I thought about was Miami. I mean, just because if they get four wins within the division, you know, I, I think they're a pretty well-coached team. Nine. It could be a lot like last year. Nine and seven, sneak in, lose the first round. <laughs> you know, I you knew who I thought about, and I know you don't like them, but I, I thought about Denver. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be worse than last year. They were nine and seven last year. I don't know if they're going to be worse. True. I just think they're fourth in that division because of the offense. Yeah. So therefore, I didn't really consider them. Yeah. So, what's it? Who's who's your AFC Championship game? Uh, New England over Pittsburgh. Yeah. Me too. I mean, I wish we could talk more about that. Yeah. Um, I mean. No, I mean, I just, big... does, here's the question. If New England and Pittsburgh played 10 times, how many times does Pittsburgh win? Less than they should. <laughs> I mean, I think that Brady just has this team's number. Two or three. I'll say two or three. I mean, yeah. there's no Edelman. I know Steeler fans are saying, well, maybe next time we play them, they won't have Edelman and Gronk, you know, and we right. have Bell and Bryant and all these guys we haven't had. That's a possibility. I mean, I think the offense can outscore anyone. And I think the defense is good. I just think New England's really good, and history shows that they beat the Steelers. Yeah, and, and I think that's part of the frustrating part about the AFC is that the Steelers are the clear number two in the conference, and we're saying the Patriots beat, beat them eight out of ten times. Right. And a lot of it's just matchup-oriented. You know, like, for example, I mean, you watch that Houston game against the Patriots last year in the in the uh, Super or in the playoffs. That defense really gave them a hard time. You know, they were really attacking up the middle. And maybe if they have J.J. Watt, they win that game. You know, like, the Ravens have historically played the Patriots tough, you know, strong defense, get the Brady a lot. So it's it's part of it's just a bad matchup that the Patriots beat up on the Steelers. And the Steelers could certainly go to the Super Bowl, but they would probably be keeping their fingers crossed that somebody knocked off New England along the way. Or the major injuries in New England. Yeah. I mean, I do think the Steelers I mean, team is really good, though, and better than last year's. You know, I, I don't wish this on anybody, to just, but, you know, knock on wood, if Brady were to go down, now now the Steelers are the team to beat in the AFC. Yes. But New England also is the best backup quarterback in the league. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, they always have an answer, you know. Yeah, they're, they're, they, they got it figured out. There's no doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the NFC. 
where there's uh, some definite more intrigue, I think. And definitely I think we'll have a lot of different ones here. Yeah, I would think so. Um, let's go with um, the a- the NFC East, which if the AFC West isn't the best division of football, the NFC East probably is, and I think there's some intrigue here. Who do you got? I have the Eagles, and I look at Washington as the clear number four. I think Dallas is going backwards, and I've said that before the Elliott news, and we don't know that. You know, you and I are recording this Tuesday at noon. By the time people read hear this, it might have changed. But I'm operating under the assumption that Elliott's at least going to miss time. Tough schedule without him. I think Dak is not going to take a huge step forward. I like the Giants a lot, and I strongly – I was torn between those two. But I think Philly's really good. I think their line's really good. I'm a huge Wentz believer. A very, very underrated, aggressive defense. So, give me Philly. Yeah, I got Philly as well. Um, I think – I just like Wentz a lot. I think – I think they they built some nice things last year, and and they and they answered on offense with their needs. Um, defense is underrated. Dallas has a lot of red flags. Um, the yeah. Giants bore me, and maybe that's my fault. But I'm just not. They don't do anything for me, and maybe they didn't do anything for me when they won the two Super Bowls either. But I just don't see any intrigue there, so I, I kind of stayed away from this. Here. Eli worries me, and it maybe wouldn't that's why shock they bore me. I... Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, he's a boring dude, but it wouldn't shock me if we had this podcast three months from now, and we said the quarterback rankings in this division went Wentz, Dak, Cousins, Eli. I'm not ready to say that this second, but I could see saying that three months from now. And then everybody say, oh, mate, the Giants are going to try to get one of those quarterbacks. I, I should know this, but um, how did Davis Webb do in the preseason? So, so, I mean, he's the three. Geno Smith beat out Josh Johnson for the two job. They like Webb, but he didn't wow you, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. He might be another Paxton Lynch, huh? Maybe. But less involved. I mean, less. I didn't like him a lot coming out, to be very honest with you. So yeah. I never had high hopes. But I guess Giants fans could look at him and say, maybe he's the next one at least. Yeah. Kind of like you know Peterman but, and Dobbs are like that too. That maybe they could be. Right. Um, Philly. So this this is a good exciting team. We I don't think either one of us picked them by default either. I mean, no. There's things to like. Yeah, I think there's a lot to like. I'm a little concerned about the running game, but I think the weapons are so much better that Wentz doesn't have to just rely on Ertz. Good line. And like I said, I mean, really good defense. They had guys like Darby and Jernigan, and that defensive front is going to cause problems. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I, I think they're good. I think they're, they're going to be fun to watch, and they're going to be tough for anybody to play. And, you know, the NFC East plays the NFC West, and those are the two best divisions of football. So they're, they're going to be uh, there's going to be some fun games. Um, let's move it over to the NFC North, which I think is intriguing. Um, who, who do you got there? Yeah, I kind of think when it's all said and done, there's going to be two very good teams in this division, and the Bears and the Lions that are going to be two pretty bad teams in this division. 
I went with the Packers narrowly over Minnesota, just because of Rodgers. I mean, I could tell you all kinds of other things, but Rodgers is an utter superstar, and I think he's the best quarterback I've ever seen, and I just don't want to pick against him. I mean, that's pretty fair. <laughs> right. I mean, it could tell you all the all kinds of other stuff, but they've been Rodgers. You know, we're right the Giants. For me, the, the Packers kind of. I, I, I don't. I don't know if I, I just don't. I don't want to be fooled. You know what I mean? I, I think they're good. I don't think they're elite. Green Bay. And I. I, I, I did pick the. I, just, I don't know if the Vikings are quite there yet, and, and maybe I, I know you're a Bradford guy. I'm not quite a Bradford. Guy. Um, the Packers are friends with the teams get in their way, and I just I just don't have a lot of confidence in getting the chance. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I mean, I we'll get to Minnesota because I am going to pick them as a wild card team. Because I think their defense is great, and it just kind of wore out as the season went on because they were on the field all the time. Um, I wish a month ago I felt better about the Vikings rebuilding their offensive line than I do now after watching preseason and you know Boone's on the team, and all of a sudden it's like, eh, it's still pretty darn shaky. Yeah. What about Detroit? I mean, you, you think they're going to be a bad team? I, I think Detroit's the flip side of of the Packers, where we kind of underrate them. And I mean, hell, they, they made the playoffs last year, and they they you know they're eleven and five a few years ago. I mean, I, and we like the quarterback who's just signed the big deal. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be awful. I don't think they're going to pick the top five or anything like like that, but. I think they're six and ten, seven and nine, and I like the offense a lot, and I like Stafford a lot, and I think they'll score a lot of points. And Abdullah in the running game will be better. I just think the defense is going to be terrible. I, I thought it was possibly the worst defense in the league last year, and didn't get that kind of credit they deserved for being so bad. Mostly because Stafford brought them back, I think, an NFL record amount of times in the fourth quarter. And then he had a broken finger at the end of the year, and they lost three in a row and didn't get in, you know, and everyone blamed him, you know, which is insane. Um, I just think the right. defense is really bad. I mean, I think they have two or three really good players, and the rest of the defense is garbage. Yeah. Well, that's not going to get you very far. <laughs> right. You know, Ansa has to be great, and I like Slay a lot. First-round pick Davis should be a good player, but who else is good? Right. Right. Well, we're halfway through the NFC predictions we picked the same teams so we've got we're five out of six i don't think we're going to pick the same one this division this is an intriguing division this has a chance to be a really good division um i think this is the best division the south yeah i do i I think this is a very very better than the afc west better than the nfc east but it's a conversation i mean i just think all four of these teams are pretty good yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, they're all intriguing. Um, yes. And I think the Panthers are intriguing again. I can't wait to see Newton and McCaffrey together. You know, that's going to be fun. Um, who do you got in the division? Carolina. And okay. you, you, you kind of prefaced it by saying, I think we're going to have different teams. So I figured 
you're not taking Atlanta, <laughs> you know, and I'm not either. I, I think Carolina's really good. Um, I think Newton should be able to stay a little healthier, take a little off his plate. I think that line's in better shape. I'm excited about the McCaffrey edition. You know, and Benjamin and Funchess, they're not awful. And Olsen and James Stewart, or it's not Jonathan Stewart, can still run the ball well. I think their offense has a chance to be quite good. And I think their front seven on defense is outstanding. You know, Keekley comes back. I mean, that's like J.J. Watt coming back. And that young secondary should be in, take a step forward, too. Uh, I'm excited about Carolina. I think they're a contender. Interesting. Um, was there any, did you, did you struggle with this pick at all? Yes, because like I said, I mean, I think everyone in the division is pretty darn good. And you can make a case for all of them being 500 or better. Um, the Saints are probably pretty easily my fourth team. But I do think their offense is always good. And I think the defense will be a little better, especially on the back end. Um, and the other two teams we'll get to. But, I mean, obviously Atlanta's good. I mean, they were in Super Bowl last year. And there's a lot to get excited about with Tampa Bay. Yeah, and, I mean, we did pick different teams. I, I went with Tampa Bay. I just think okay. um, I, I like when teams show something the year before and then they take off. And, you know, that was the Raiders a couple of years ago. That was Tennessee last year. And, and I think it was Tampa Bay last year. The second half of the season, Tampa Bay was really good. And people forget because Atlanta went to the Super Bowl, but they had to sweat out the Buccaneers last year. Right, right. No, their defense got much better. Yeah. Yeah, second half of the season, their defense was really good. Yeah, and they've added guys like Chris Baker. I mean, he's a good player. Um, I was more worried about their offensive line before i'm starting to come around that it'll be okay and they're loaded with skill guys Deshaun jackson's a difference maker and i know fantasy people out there don't love him because sometimes you start him and one week he catches one ball for 19 yards and then next one he catches an 80 yard touchdown but he helps nfl football teams immensely evans is a stud they're loaded at tight end i think doug martin's gonna have a big year and i'm a big winston believer so i have a lot of good things to say about the box yeah, and, you know, and, and we haven't talked much about the Falcons. I, I, I think I believe in the power of the Super Bowl loss hangover, and that was a Super Bowl loss like none other. And, you know, we look at Carolina the year before. They had a Super Bowl hangover, and they just got beat in the Super Bowl. I mean, Atlanta got its uh, entire state's heart ripped out in the Super Bowl. Um, and, and there could be an adjustment from the Kyle Shanahan offense. I know a lot of people are going to scoff. Oh, you mean the guy who screwed up the Super Bowl? No, I mean the guy who engineered an unbelievable offense and, and led the guy to the MVP. That's the guy who I'm remembering. Um, I just think I like Atlanta. I like their head coach, but because of the division is tough and because of that mental, whatever you want to call it, monkey they're carrying with them, it's going to be I don't know if I'm ready to bet on that. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And even to take the Shanahan thing further, I mean, just watch the Niners this preseason. You know, they don't have any talent, but that offense is in sync, and they have a plan, and they set things up. And I think he's a massive loss. And that's not even, you know, a knock on the new guys, Scorsese. I mean, it's just that Shanahan did a remarkable thing there. And, I'm going to pick Atlanta to miss the playoffs. And, I mean, if they were in the AFC, I certainly would not have missed them. You know, I just there's so many good teams in the NFC. 
somebody needs to be out. I think they're a 9-7, and seven, highly competitive team. I think the defense will be better, young, aggressive, playing in a dome, a lot of early picks. I just don't think the offense can come close to keeping that up. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Let's go to the uh, NFC West, and I think we go back to being uninteresting, like you know the AFC East and the and the AFC North. Um, we're probably going to pick the same team here, right? I think so. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely taking Seattle. I feel very, very strongly about Seattle. When I when I look at the league as a whole, I have the Patriots sitting alone at the top, and the Steelers in Seattle sitting alone at two and three, and I'm not sure who number four is. I mean, I guess Arizona, to me, Arizona is a real high variance team. They could win five games or they could win 11. You know, they're, they're one of the few teams I could really feel that way about. Um, so maybe they, you know, they're 11 and five and the Seahawks are 10 and six, but I just think Seattle's really, really good. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I, I don't think Arizona is, I think they're closer to five than 11. Um, that's yeah, what going into the last year, that NFC West was, oh man, these two teams, this is awesome. You know, this is the 49ers and Seahawks of a couple of years ago. And, and the and the Cardinals fell apart and they got really old and now they're just older. And I just not, I just don't think the Seahawks have any competition in, in the in the division. And, and I might like, if the right things happen, you were talking about that brown ceiling. If the right things happen, I might like the Rams more than the Cardinals. Yeah, I can envision that too. You know, I could see. I think the Rams' offense is going to be fun to watch this year, and we're going to a year from now we're going to say Goff is the guy. Gurley's coming off a big year. Watkins is a star. The Rams are back on offense, and yeah, I mean, uh, I could see the Rams at seven and nine, and the Cardinals at six and ten. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So we picked, I think, six out of eight. Um, who's your NFC? championship game and i think that could well, be a really fun yeah, we gotta pick wild cards we gotta pick wild cards wild cards i screwed up i'm sorry thanks for being we kind of implied me. it yep um, um i have the giants cowboys falcons all out of the playoffs i'm gonna take the vikings and the bucks as my wild okay. cards interesting um That's so you kind of go outside you're going with some new blood. A little bit. And there's some you know yeah. good teams on the outside looking in, teams that went far last year, teams that most people I think are going to pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm going with Atlanta and Dallas as my, as my wild card team. And Atlanta, because I think Atlanta is still good. I, I think they're going to win some games, but they're not going to be as as sharp. But I think they can get 9 to 10. And Dallas, I, I don't want to um, – I don't want to underrate the the presence of Dak Prescott. I think yeah. he was a really big reason why they were 13 and three last year, and he's still there. The defense, there's a lot of red flags on the defense, but they're the same red flags last year. Um, Elliott's situation will be cleared up at some point, and, and he will play most of the season. So I, I still think Dallas can be a factor. I do, too. I mean, I feel like I'm always talking negatively about Dallas because I always feel like the consensus is, boy, they were good and young last year. Now they're going to go to the Super Bowl. And I just don't see them in that light because of the defense. 
And I think the not that the offense is an aberration by any stretch, but I I just think more is going to be asked of Dak. And I'm not saying he's a bust or anything close to that. I just don't know that he's ready to take a Russell Wilson step forward. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So, you know, I, I think there's what? We got about eight teams in that in that playoffs mix. That's half that's half the, the league. That's that's pretty good. Um so let's jump to a really interesting playoff in the NFC. Uh, who do you see getting in the championship game? Seattle, and especially if they get home field all the way through. Brutal place to play. I have them beating the Panthers in the NFC championship game. All right. Um, I'm going with, and we've done this long enough, and, you know, I, I don't usually, not a hot take guy. I don't like I don't go out on a limb just to go out on the limb, you know, just to make big points. Um, sure. I think Tampa Bay is going to the Super Bowl. I have Tampa Bay well, over Seattle. I don't think that's crazy talk. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, if Winston can cut down on the dumb plays and the turnovers and the more big plays come out with Deshaun and O.J. Howard and the defense keeps it up, it's a really good team. I just think it's a, you know, I use the term new blood. I think it's a new blood conference. I think it's a conference that a team gets hot and there's so there's much more parity in this conference than, than the other one. And Seattle, I went big on Seattle last year and they disappointed me. Um, I think there's problems and I'm not reporting anything. I just think that there's some personality issues. I don't know what is it issues, temperament, is it just conflict? But I think those guys get sick of each other after five, six months. And yeah, I'm sure there's some truth I, to that. You know, and I, I just don't know if it's a championship chemistry. Maybe that's the best way to say it. I, now, it has been a championship chemistry, but, you know, we talked about Super Bowl lost hangover. I think there's still, I mean, you know, and there's been reports. That, that that decision not go going for a winch at the one yard line, I, I think that still hangs over them a little bit. And there's just some really strong personalities there. And I just think Tampa Bay is going to come in and be the third straight NFC South team to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. Uh, I just am really high on Seattle. I mean, oh, by the way, they just traded for Sheldon Richardson. I mean, who could go back I to being a Pro Bowl defensive line? Yeah, I mean. Not, nothing to lose there. He could be a little prickly, uh, too. He can be, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, so that that defense has some personalities. Absolutely. So, the one thing I wanted to mention just before we go, though, is if these are teams that I did not put in the playoffs from the NFC, that if they were in the AFC, I would put them in. Is Giants, okay. Dallas, Atlanta for sure. Probably the Saints. You know, I think the Saints are good. And yeah. maybe Arizona. I mean, I came with five NFC teams that didn't make the cut that I think would have been a wild card or better in the AFC. So, like, in the first top 15 in the league, you're, you got, like, 11 deep in the NFC and, like, four deep in the AFC. Yeah, give or take. I mean, yeah, certainly Pittsburgh, New England, and some NFC West teams. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Who do so you got Seattle, New England Super Bowl? Who who do you got there? I'll take the Patriots. 
yeah. I, I wish I can do something different, but you know, right. They're just too good, and they just got too much better. And you know, it's it's just uh, it's silly that how good they are. Yeah, and, and it's August. I mean, we got a lot of time. The things will change, and some teams will look better that we didn't expect, and maybe New England starts to look old, or who knows. But as it sits right now, I don't know how you'd pick against them. Well, the truth is, at some point, Tom Brady is going to get old, right? I mean, sure. He is. And, you know, he turned 40 last month. Um, if you look, at, I did a story on this fan rag. There's really been only two decent quarterback seasons of guys over the age of 40, and that was Warren Moon and, and Brett Favre, Brett Favre's first year in Minnesota. And Brett Favre, who was the Iron Man of all Ironmans, when he fell off the cliff, he fell hard. Yeah. And he was 41. Um, Peyton Manning fell hard at 39 and started to at 38. Um, so it's going to happen for him, you know. But I just don't know if it's going to be this year. I thought it was a a little bit of a raise of an eyebrow when I saw they tra- traded Jacoby Brissett. Because my thoughts are, if you trade Brissett – does that mean you let Jimmy ever leave? You know, like after this season, are you yeah. going to go with a 43-year-old quarterback and nobody behind him? So where I'm going right. with this is it wouldn't blow me away and that Jimmy G is the opening starter next year. Yeah, I mean, hey, it it happens, you know. Brett Favre was yeah. a Viking. Peyton Man was a, a Bronco. It happens. You know, um, especially and, he wins another title and you can, I know he doesn't want to leave, but if you kind of nudge him out on top, like Manning, you know, I mean, he's old. Yeah. But if he's good, I don't know if he, he would. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the, the story of Tom Brady, this is, you know, a burning cause competitor. Another, you know? Yeah. No doubt. I just don't know if he let himself go. Yeah, and he was great last year. I mean, he's it wasn't anything like a Manning year. Although I thought his arm started to fade late in the year. But I just think if you're the Patriots, if you love Jimmy G, you can't let him walk. You know, you, you got to make a move there. Uh, and, and, he, and Belichick, you know, he has a reputation for saying goodbye to the stars. He, he's very Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm with you on the Brissett thing. Was that I'm like, wow, they, they've kind of lessened their their power at that that, that position. Why? You know, I right. I, I, I like to think on that because I, uh, I think you're onto something there. Yeah, so I mean, we'll it's, 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 like it's, that, it's not that far fetched. Yeah, and it won't affect this year, per se, but it may affect no. the future. Right, and so. everybody can look fine if he wins the Super Bowl and rides off in the sunset and best quarterback ever, and, you know, it may be deep down you want to play another year and the organization, Mr. Kraft and Belichick, sit down with him and say, well, it's not going to be for us. Right. Yeah, interesting. Then he goes home to the 49ers. <laughs> O.J. Simpson style. Right, yeah. Yeah, and, and sorry for that comparison, but football speaking, of course. <laughs> On that note, we're getting the hell out of here. Absolutely, brother. So that's our that is our.
our predictions. We're both going with New England. Uh, hopefully, Tampa Bay doesn't embarrass me too bad. And next week, we'll talk about what happened in games. Yeah, how about that? That'll be fun. Yeah, cool. All right, Matt. Thanks a lot, man. All right, guys. Take care. We'll see you.